0: the witcher remake sort of having the discussion of another remake what is going on with this trend is it a good thing is it a bad thing i'm going to give you all the information right here at the beginning of the stream about the witcher remake we do longer videos because it's a live streaming channel but i don't make you go look for everything i put everything at the beginning now we already did a stream today about the callisto protocol previews that were coming out i'm going to end that stream and bring everybody over with me so we do multiple shows a day and we redirect to this second stream so make sure you've subscribed to the channel make sure that you've hit the like button so you don't miss the content and all those things and consider becoming a member all the sponsors are listed below including the shirt that i'm wearing uh and there we go i'm going to bring everybody over i'm going to end that stream and bring everybody over all right let's get into this update and all of the information this is a Reforge update. Witcher 1 Remake has been announced by CD Projekt Red, which many people were not expecting this, and it was one of the secret sort of coded projects that they had previously announced. If you like these quick updates, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my uploads. So GameInformer.com covered this and had the following to say. One of the Witcher games that was given the code name Canis Majoris that CD Projekt Red referred to as a full-fledged Witcher title has been announced as actually being a Witcher 1 remake. So this is what they announced. They said it's been revealed that the Canis Majoris is actually a remake of the very first Witcher game, and the official Witcher Twitter account posted the news this morning. That was yesterday, October 26th. It revealed that CD Projekt Red is working with developer Fool's Theory to make the Witcher using Unreal Engine 5 this is what they said we're thrilled to reveal that together with fool's theory we're working on remaking the witcher using unreal engine 5 codename canis majoris we want to do this right so please be patient it's going to be a while until we can share more details this is not going to be quick this is a very early announcement now sometimes people might say why would you announce something this early well they can, they can procure talent, and they can maybe hire some people to come help at Fool's Theory or at CD Projekt. Who is Fool's Theory? Well, Fool's Theory developed 7 Enhanced Edition and 7 Drowned Pass, but it also provided developmental support for games like Divinity Original Sin 2, Baldur's Gate 3, and Outriders. And they think this is a worthy remake. This is from CD Projekt Red. The Witcher is where it all started for us for CD Projekt Red, said head of the studio Adam Badowski, and he wrote this in the press release. It was the first game we made ever, and it was a big moment for us then. Going back to this place and remaking the game for the next generation of gamers to experience it feels just as big, if not bigger. Collaborating with Fool's Theory on the project is just as exciting as some of the people there have been previously involved in The Witcher games. Now, it will take some time. This is what they had to say in that regard. They know that the source material well, referring to Fool's Theory, They know how much gamers have been looking forward to seeing the remake happen, and they know how to make incredible and ambitious games. And although it will take some time before we're ready to show more about the end uh, from the game, I know it will be worth the wait. This feels like a passion project if you really listen to the way they're talking about it. Many people have been starting to say, why more remakes? Let me know in the comments, like what do you think, like are there too many remakes, or? Is this a new trend because of just how good these consoles are, and these passion projects are emerging from a desire to take a classic game and really give it better treatment? Last of Us Part 1, Dead Space Remake, now we're seeing The Witcher 1 Remake, we're seeing these classic games, these old well-known titles, especially titles that spawned entire genres or entire franchises getting this treatment. According to Fools Theory CEO Jacob Rockoz, he says the team is excited to join forces with CDPR to give players another great game in the Witcher series, especially, quote, a remake of a project that is so close to our hearts. So this is personal. This is not something they're doing. Like, I know people look at remakes and say, oh, it's a cash grab. The original Witcher launched in 2007. That's a long time ago. 2022, this game probably won't be out until 2024, so by the time it comes out, it's been a really, really long time, a couple years short of 20. I mean, that, I think, is a worthy length of time for a remake especially one that has spawned so much support you have the series you have the series continuing and you have the 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 show on netflix so again let me know what you think in the comment below about this remake i would love to hear from you check out reforge gaming it's where i stream live you can interact with me in a live environment so hit subscribe and the bell button on this video and i'll see you in the next one And I'll see the rest of you right now. Thank you so much for continuing on with us into our second stream. Again, we need that like button smashed to heckin' back. There's almost 300 of you here. Give me 10 more. Give me those first 100 likes. What do you guys make of this one? The Witcher remake was something that I don't think a lot of people anticipated, especially from something called Canis Majoris, which was you know, described as being a full-fledged Witcher series. Now, we started off this stream really, really strong. We started off the stream really, really strong. Uno Yodai gifted a membership, and Zachary Frazier got it. here did a $5 tip through Super Chat. I'm listening to yesterday's show on Spotify Today at Work and just thought of a name for your LEGO channel. You could name it Dad Brickett. That's pretty funny. Thank you for the suggestion. Uno Yodai decided to give five more members, Pochita, my boy, has been here a lot recently. Chris, is here all the time. Roberto, through, through, uh, through Hilo, or through, through Gio? I don't know how to say that. Sorry, Roberto. And then the Italian got one. The Italian's here all the time. If any of you, if any of you can do a gifted membership batch or another one or your own, pay it forward and gift some more members. Let's get a little member train going as we start this brand new stream about The Witcher Remake. What do you guys feel about the fact that they said this was going to be a full-fledged... a full-fledged Witcher title? Because I wonder if people are going to feel that that's not the best representation of a remake. I mean, it's true. It's definitely true. But it feels like, wait a minute. <laughs> Is this a full-fledged Witcher title? It's the first game remake. right? Okay. Now, in my mind they're going to bring it up and surpass what they did with The Witcher 3. And this could heavily influence the groundwork, because they're building this in Unreal 5, the groundwork for the next Witcher saga. So The Witcher 4, they're not going to call it that, but the next Witcher saga is going to be in Unreal. And they could use this as kind of the groundwork to say, hey, we need the combat, the movement, the world, we need Geralt, we need all this stuff to feel a certain way and so they'll bring it sort of up to that graphical and combat and performance parody that we saw in The Witcher 3, but probably significantly better can't thank you enough, thank you for the gifted membership, yes, thank you so much for gifting those members, we greatly appreciate it we did drop below 2,000 members and uh, it's it's uh, we're we're just going to have to keep harping on it we really, really need that, that number to climb, uh, we don't we do not run ads, that's not how live streams work Uh, I know sometimes you might look at the scenery here and see the studio and think, this is some really professional outfit. We're actually a scrappy, you know, not so large channel, and uh, that's how we do what we do every day. I always scoff at remakes, and then something like Resident Evil 2 Remake comes along, and I love it, says T Tube. I always lean to something. Oh, I always lean to wanting new experiences, but if done right, I'm down to try it. The original Witcher and Witcher 2 is pretty crap gameplay. Says assumed parasite. Well, see, I think that's one of the reasons they want to do this. They don't want to. It's they don't want to leave those old titles back there, just sort of like stuck in times. It's like it's it started the franchise, and to go back and give that the the treatment in Unreal Five of you know graphical fidelity and photorealistic environments and really good combat, you know. Why does CDPR seemingly announce and continue to announce projects that are years and years away? I would assume it's because the scope of what they're trying to do is expanding and they need talent. The original game was PC only? Oh really? I, I that's what I that's what I think they're doing, Eugene. I think the scope of what they're doing is expanding. So they need talent. They need to hire people. And that's one of the greatest ways to do it. You just come out and say, this is what we're doing. Here's who we're working with. And then that that place can start trying to get people to come work for them. I don't understand why people complain about things like this. Assuming that it's a waste to hire a studio to remake an old game that doesn't hold up gameplay-wise is pure ignorance. Anyone else announcing games that aren't until 2025 or later? Um, I mean, they announced Wolverine last year so yeah I would say that probably counts Spider-Man's probably next year I mean I guess maybe Wolverine lands in 2024 you're conveniently thinking 2025 I mean I would say plenty of companies have have, have touted and announced games really far out I mean it's not uncommon for people to be like hey we're making this game and then that's all they say I mean the coalition went head down and said we're going to be working on the next Gears game in Unreal Five, and then they disappeared. Studios announce this far out all of the time. I don't think it's that uncommon. Elder Scrolls Six, Beyond Good and Evil. Ah, uh, I don't know. And and you're assuming wolvie's we'll 2024. We actually don't know that. Your your assumption is that we get Spider Man next year and we'll be the year after. There's no way for us to know that. There's no way for us to know that. Wolvie could be just as far out as this Witcher remake. This Witcher remake could be two or three years away, and so could Wolverine. I, I could easily see Wolverine landing in twenty twenty five. I mean, I know Insomniac's good, but they're are they that big? Are they that good? That they can do, they can literally launch a next gen only Spider Man 2 next year and then a Wolverine the year after that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's abnormal to announce games this far in advance. It's a great way to procure talent, it's a, it's a great way to, uh, to, to hire new people. Great announcement. The more games and more remakes of older games and modern technology is a win for everyone, says Dustin. I am for some remakes, but th- and this one is deserving, says Docs the Fox. But oh, Wolverine has an M rating. Yeah, same. Same. What if Wolverine comes out with a new Deadpool Wolverine movie? That would be awesome. I could get down with that. I could I like I could get down with some good crossovers, you know? We get 60 more likes on the vid. A lot of you guys came over from the first stream. Keep in mind this is the second stream of the day. Let's get a nice strong start. The original game... I already read that. What if Wolverine comes out... I already read that. What's happening? My, my brain's locking up on me. They have juice... They have to juice that stock value. Is Wolverine open world? We have no idea. Probably not. Is Insomniac making Wolverine? It is. Cyberpunk next-gen patch was over a year late, and Witcher 3 is two years late. Why are we listening to CD Projekt Red? I mean... I don't think that I would say oh, why why report on, why listen to, why care what CD Projekt Red says because they were late on these updates and things went poorly with Cyberpunk. I don't I don't, I don't think that way. You can think that way, that's fine. If you want to like write off a developer and say I don't care what you say until I get proof of concept. I don't care what you say until I see a vertical slice. I don't, I, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if you feel kind of burned by everything that happened with cyberpunk, you know, if, if you, if you feel kind of burned, like, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't really feel like, I don't really feel like, you know, trusting them or, or, or believing what they're saying. Give me Wolverine and God of War format. That's what I'm thinking. If you answer your question, yes, insomniac is that big and capable. Yeah, I mean, 2023 for Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine is is TBA. So here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. You got to remember something. Wolverine was announced in 2021. So that's 2022, 2023, 2024. So if they announce this game now and it lands in 2025, that's in the same window that Wolverine was launched. So even taking your presumed launch window, Eugene, you've proven that companies that you really like do the same thing Wolverine was announced in 2021 and if it lands in that frame of time of 2024 that's a three window period and I think it's within reason to think the Witcher remake lands in 2025 three years from now three years for a remake is a pretty good window of time now maybe that's generous maybe it is 2026 you're being generous with the 2025 but who knows again who knows They may be able to actually tackle this and get this done a whole lot quicker because you could be dealing with... Oh, yeah. Vanilla pudding. Dairy-free vanilla pudding. Thanks, Mama. Mm -mm. Like, they could be harnessing the power of CD Projekt Red as to build... The entire world engine and, 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 and pieces and assets in Unreal 5, which could speed up development of the remake. The remake could quite literally benefit from this many people helping to build a Witcher universe in the Unreal 5 tool sets and engine. I would think it was announced so they could sell new hardware. Sony is usually pretty nice about not announcing too far out. Oh, you think it was announced just so they could sell new hardware? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I just, I think we're, I think we're in a day and age where Ubisoft did it. Yeah, I think the times are changing, Eugene. I think companies are saying, we're building this game and right now it's just a code name. Like CD Projekt Red just did this. Canis Majoris, uh, I forget the other one, Salt and Pepper Shaker, Sampura, I don't know. But then. Ubisoft did the same thing. Code Red, Code Hexay, like those games don't even have vertical slices and they're being announced. Like they're codenamed right now. And Canis Majoris was was codenamed up until yesterday. I think the times are changing. I think these companies are walking out, they're leveraging the size and the reach of like gaming media, gaming scope, and gaming news, and saying, Hey, we're working on something, and then maybe it helps them hire. I, I don't know. Code names are fine to me. I mean, but that's not all we got from Ubisoft. Ubisoft didn't just give us code names, they literally gave us teaser trailers. I've never before seen, you want to talk about unprecedented Eugene, Ubisoft had teaser trailers for code-named games. I don't think I don't think I've ever seen that ever before. When something's code-named, and you make a, tr- a teaser trailer for it? That's that's new. That, that's, like a, that's like a new thing. Bungie's still writing on Codename Matter, but Bungie didn't announce that. I don't think there was an official press release that came out about that. I think that was like an internal thing they were hiring for and it got leaked. They didn't walk out and say in a press briefing, hey, we're working on Matter. Yubi's not the example I'd run with Run to either why why what's what's wrong with Ubisoft with Assassin's Creed Valhalla being one of the first successful action-adventure live service games and then they're taking one of the longest-standing franchises they've got Assassin's Creed Mirage on the horizon as a callback to the original format and then they've got a, a Assassin's Creed live service platform coming in Infinity, and they announce a bunch of code name projects with teaser trailers. What's wrong with using them as an example? I don't. I don't understand. Oh, well, what you, you say? You say what companies are doing this, and we're finding companies doing it, and it's like, well, well no, not that one. Well, no, 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 not that one. Like, I think the times are changing. I think companies are more willing to come out and say, hey, we're building a game. Bye. And then they go away. Like, they did it with Gears of War. The Coalition literally did it with Gears of War. They said, we're building the next Gears game in Unreal. And then they said bye to everybody. And they disappeared. They did it with The Witcher 4. It's Well, it's not The Witcher 4. But CD Projekt Red did it with The Witcher 4. We're building the next Witcher game in Unreal 5. Why? Why? because outside of a handful, quality isn't their forte is that a repudiation of a company doing it to hire talent What is that's, that feels unrelated Ubisoft has a lot of bad launches and a lot of bad games in their encyclopedia what does it have to do with trying to find companies that are announcing games really early the, those feel unrelated to each other attention is the most valuable commodity you want to rent brain space if they go away that's fine I mean dropped a like for that camera angle. Thank you. Yeah, we should have two hundred likes by now. Come on, guys, let's make that first let's make that first 30 minute window of the video strong. Smack that button. Hit subscribe if you're new. Let us know what you think about the Witcher remake. This is another remake, and we're kind of debating right now why they told us this early on. Why they announced it so early. And we're trying to find proof that other companies Have been doing this, launching, uh, released leaks. I'm sorry, not leaks. Teaser trailers and different things like that that would be utilized to hire new talent and kind of let the gaming world know, hey, we're we're building this game. Right, we're building this new game. Bad games I can see. What bad launches has UB had? Uh, a lot. Divi- Division 1. Division 2. The end game in those games were so poorly put together. They got a lot of criticism. Like they've recently had a couple of games they just canceled. Feels like times are shifting the other way. Eugene, I can't think of them off the top of my head right now, but I swear there's been a lot of games recently that get announced super far in advance, and we're like, great, you're building that game cool, right? They, they, they've been announced super far in advance, They like Assassin's Creed Infinity would probably be a good example, they announced that last year, I think. So I, I don't know. I can't think of them off the top of my head. But I swear over the summer there was a couple of trailers and announcements and we were like, oh cool, you're, you're making that game. A, a perfect example. Look at the Star Wars games that were announced. How, fa- how long ago did we learn that Respawn was making a Star Wars game? How long ago did we learn all these different companies are making Star Wars games? And, that, and that's, Those games are super far away from coming out. There, were, there was a litany of Star Wars game announcements that are nowhere near to even having gameplay to show the public I, I don't think this is weird behavior Skull and Bones in November it will now be released on March 9th wait, did they affi- are you serious? did that happen today? Did did Skull and Did Skull and Bones officially announce that? I just forgot. There's been so many there's been so many delays. They delayed a march. And we and I and we didn't re- I don't think we reported on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was in September. Yep, I forgot about that. We didn't report on that cuz we just felt like we were going to be kicking them while they were down and I don't like always doing that. Yeah, that happened in end of September. That happened almost a month ago, to the date. September 28th is when they announced it on Twitter. I think a year ago, maybe we're still in the shift. That's what I mean. Like, all those Star Wars announcements, we have no idea when those games are coming out. We have no idea. And they were announced super far in advance. Like I feel like there's two things happening. There are games that are surprising us, like Wild Hearts, where they're like, hey, we're making this game. We did a press release a while ago. That's all we did. But this game's coming out in a couple of months. Right? And then there's other games that are getting announced way, way farther in advance. Like, hey, we're building this game. Oh, cool. You're building that game? Yeah. And then we, we, we won't see or hear anything for a super long time could we get 10 more likes on the vid a lot of you guys came from the first stream thanks so much for being here remember the Wonder Woman game that monolith is working on yeah I don't we have no idea when that's coming out they they announced the Star Wars game like in a in a crowd remember that they like talked to the guy in the audience they like put a mic in his face and he was like oh yeah oh I'm on top chat too shoot Yeah, guys, make sure you smash the like button and make sure you're not on Top check. Rissick with a $10 Super Chat tip. I'm okay with this remake since it came out in 2007 and it was originally just for the Xbox and probably a lot of people didn't play the first two Witcher games. Thank you so much for the 10 spot. If you guys are just tuning in, we're talking about the Witcher remake. Another remake. And what do you think about it? Eugene says, I'm admittedly biased against CD Projekt Red. And uh, this is the way I look at it, Eugene. I don't have any love for CD Projekt Red. You, you've you've seen my coverage of Cyberpunk. I've gotten a lot of hate for my coverage of Cyberpunk. I have. I've, I've gotten a lot of hate for my coverage of Cyberpunk. So I'm not going to sit here and be Mr. Pro CD Projekt Red. But here's my view of it. If you want CD Projekt Red to turn over a new leaf and to start creating great things, I think everything they've announced up to now is how they do it. You gotta harness new talent, you gotta harness new bandwidth, more people, and you have to switch to a better engine. So, I don't look at this and think, why on earth are they announcing this stuff so far in advance? I look at it and say, this is how you do it. You got to get talent under the roof. You got to get companies under your umbrella. Because if not, you're just going to keep spitting out mediocrity. You know what I mean? STFU, make a game and it not be over promised and broken. Uh, Here's the thing I think we're not the intended target for these announcements. I don't think we're the intended target for these announcements. I think on the heels of the success of the Netflix TV show they're walking out into the public and saying here's the future of CD Project Red. This is where we're headed. Unreal 5 multiple multiple sub studios underneath of us multiple projects at once we are going to climb out of whatever this was that we did to ourselves that's what I think is going on so I don't necessarily think we're the intended audience of like, man, why are you guys making all these announcements? Just be quiet and make a good game. I'm not seeing hype. I'm not seeing them try to get me excited. I see them making announcements about projects. It's not exactly a hype machine. To, to your question, I would phrase the question another way. How many times are, what, how many companies are out here announcing games this far in advance? How many companies are announcing games in this way? They're just press releases, no trailer, no real, no artwork, no nothing. Just hey, we just want to let you guys know, *Canis Majoris* is a remake of *The Witcher One*, and we're working with this company to do it. No, okay, you know what I mean. I see the start of the same cycle as *Cyberpunk*. I don't. I don't. They didn't. I don't remember them doing this with *Cyberpunk* they have like super early press releases or do they have like super early awesome hyped up teaser trailers to get everybody excited there's nothing about these announcements that are that exciting they're very bland like keep in mind most of these are press releases they aren't trailers and teasers that's what i'm pushing back on I am not getting the impression that CD Projekt Red is saying, "Let's get the hype train going." They're like, "We need to get talent in the door." I, like what Weezy's saying is essentially what I've been saying. It's like these are just press releases. These are kind of boring, honestly. Now, the press is running with it. Funny enough, there's a mechanism. There's a mechanism at work here, Eugene that I think is beneath the surface, and it could be insidious to gaming press. Everybody knows that CD Projekt Red and Witcher are big names and big titles to throw into your headlines, and to throw on your blog, and to throw into your YouTube video. So they spit out a two-paragraph-long press release, and look what happens. It set the world on fire. That's all my YouTube feed was. I was like, well, we gotta cover this. I literally typed... Witcher remake into YouTube, and it was like bing 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 bing. I had videos from everybody already covering it, already talking about it. So there's a mechanism here that 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 that, that, that attempts to to, to, to to make a loaf of bread out of some breadcrumbs, and we don't we can't turn around and be like CD Projekt Red is getting us all hyped up here. Well, not not really. They released they they put out a press release, and the gaming the gaming mechanism grabbed it and went and spun it up and it's like look at this isn't this crazy look at what they're doing y'all know canis majoris is a red hypergiant star i'll double check but i think if it's if it replaced our sun its surface would be out past the orbit of saturn gee many christmas that's big I don't have an issue with this remake, says Wheezy. Witcher 1 came out, like, 15 years ago. I don't have an issue with the remake. Yeah, I don't think many people are going to have an issue with this remake. I think the average person is going to look at the Witcher 1 remake and say, that's a worthy game to remake. It's from 2007. Now, I still think there's going to be people that are like, I want new games. New video games are better than remakes a Witcher remake is not as exciting to them because they were like, just give me a new game. Now, my pushback to those people would be they're doing both. The Witcher 4 is coming. They're not going to call it The Witcher 4, but the new Witcher saga is coming. You're going to get a brand new Witcher game. And you're also going to get a remake of The Witcher 1. Canis Majoris is code name for Big Chested. I thought. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. I don't know what it means. I thought it was like Canis Majoris sounds like what Big Dog. The Witcher never came out on consoles before. It's even more of a reason to remake it. Yeah, somebody said it was only on Xbox. Can you play? I don't think you can play The Witcher One on on Xbox. Very janky is a nice way to put it, says Wheezy. I never believe anything people got to say when it comes to Sony speculation. Sony moves to their own beat of the drum. But Knowing Sony, I would have to disclose certain sensitive topics with CMA and Microsoft. I don't know why you're bringing that up. That has nothing to do with the conversation. What? No one's talking about that right now. It's cheaper and less of a chance of failure than an existing IP. It's big wolf. Yeah, big wolf. Well, no, Canis. Yeah, Canis is wolf, isn't it? The root, the root of canine, I I forget. I forget. Uh, it's a gen it's a genus of the canine which includes multiple uh, species, wolves, dogs, coyotes, golden jackals yeah i think canis is generic isn't it it's a generic it's a genus canine so i it's it's a it probably then this genus is a tax taxonomic rank used in the biological classification of living and fossil organisms as well as viruses big category Okay, I'm adjusting, says Eugene. I don't want to know about your remake unless it's within a year of release. Yeah, I think the dilemma with that position, Eugene, is I think that the public didn't used to see this stuff the way we do now. It wouldn't surprise me if in the past press releases and hiring processes at these companies didn't get combed over. How many times have we seen a headline because of a job posting? A company puts up a job posting, and we have headlines about it. We have YouTube videos about it. This wasn't happening 10 years ago. Did they announce another Cyberpunk? I mean, they've basically said they'll continue the Cyberpunk franchise. They've they've said that. way YouTube and social media has presented that deal is disgraceful. They've made it a fanboy issue. Yeah, I don't feel like talking about that. That has nothing to do with this this stream or this conversation at all. The, the, the Microsoft and Sony and CMA, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. It's not even tangentially related. Why do devs need to announce games to hire people? Because you're, it's 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 a combination of things, right? It's a lot easier. Right now, any developer in the world worth their weight in Unreal is like, oh, hmm, I'm going to go see if CD Projekt Red is hiring or Fool's Theory is hiring. That gives you a, a much broader potential funnel of applicants. And... There's so many people out there. One of the reasons I think these announcements are happening earlier specifically pertaining to Unreal 5 is because they want the cream of the crop. There's so many people right now switching to Unreal 5, that talent's going to get scooped up. Does that make sense? So like, every single studio that's walking out and saying, hey, we're going to start working in Unreal 5. What's that mean? That's one more studio potentially scooping up animators and world builders that you might want on your team. So you got to get out there now and say, hey, we're going to be working in Unreal 5 as well in the hopes that you get people wanting to come work for you. Open hiring is open hiring. No game announcement needed. I mean, that's your opinion. I think these people are probably a whole lot better to judge whether or not this is an effective way to hire i i would say that since so many companies are doing this there's probably evidence to say that it it works it's like what wheezy's saying it's a recruiting tactic instead of you going around handing out your resume jobs are out there telling us please give us your resume it also thins the funnels like anybody right now Who's an unreal 5 engineer anybody right now who's an unreal 5 developer is looking at this and saying yeah i'll uh i'll do that with all these remakes it just seems like they're trying to juice out all the money from already released games instead of innovating on something brand new but i don't think that's accurate in this in this particular situation because CD Projekt Red is actively going to be working on the next Witcher Saga. And they have this other company working on the remake. So in that in that context, I don't think what you're saying applies. It only would apply, Isaac, if CD Projekt Red said, Instead of making the next Witcher Saga, we have decided to make the Witcher 1 remake. We're not going to make the Witcher 4. We're going to do a Witcher remake instead. Well, then what you're saying would be valid. Like, why would you do that? We want a new Witcher game. But that's not what they're doing. They're like, we're doing both. We're, We're doing both. You're gonna get both things. Tony just announced yesterday that Naughty Dog is teaming up with another studio to develop a game. How far away is that one? I don't know. Off subject, but my friend just said, MW2 multiplayer just launched now before the midnight time frame if your system is set to news. Yeah, a lot of people are doing that. I'm not doing that. Weezy says, I mean, literally every studio does it. Do you think these announcements are for you? This is why you tell people what game you're working on. You can end up hiring people who hate that style of game. Yeah, 343 couldn't tell interviewees that the studio was specifically working on Halo 4, just that the studio was working on something involving Halo. We had people who we hired who hated Halo because of X. Right, did you see the interviews about the people that were working on The Witcher? They were working on The Witcher TV series and they actively were like making fun of the game and the lore like they didn't like The Witcher and they were working on the TV series? Like, you don't want people like that working for you. You want people to know I love The Witcher. I want to go work on that game, Unreal 5. Yeah, I'm a great animator. I'm a great, you know, UE5 artist. I want to go work on that. You know, a Witcher remake in Unreal 5 engine, sign me up. I think that as gamers, we have to accept that development cycles are much longer than they've been in the past. The announcement of a game should be seen on a 4-year timeline, not a 2-year timeline. Oh, for sure. FromSoft is open hiring and yet we don't know their next game. Okay? is And it's your opinion that that's superior. I There's no way to know which is superior. There could be reasons that that's justifiable. There could be NDA contractual obligations. There could be IP protection reasons. There could be any litany of reasons why they feel like they can't do that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you could say that's a better way of doing it, but there—how do we know? There's no way to know whether or not this this game or that game or the other game should be announced or shouldn't be announced. Why are you sending short tidbits of chats in successions? Just type it all out. (laughs) it's literally the same thing says wheezy some studios announce the game if it's a well-known franchise in the press release others keep it under wraps because if you know a new ip if you uh if it's you know a new ip it's secret or whatever right right that's the point like FromSoft might be being quiet about their next project because it's a brand new ip from soft could also be being quiet about their next game because oh i don't know elden ring released this year and they didn't want to overshadow it by talking about the next armored core you know what i'm saying i'm actually excited for this remake i don't really remember the story and my pc gets janky when the oh my your pc was janky when the witcher one came out If you guys are excited about The Witcher 1 remake, let us know in chat. Smash the like button. We could probably have 300 likes right now. We're having a a decent start to our second stream. Second talk shows have been tough. They've been tough. And uh, we've appreciated those of you supporting, liking, continuing to chat, and hanging with us for our second show of the day. I totally get the recruiting side, and and I understand my CD Project Red bias is influencing anything that happens with them. just... Oh yeah, I already read that. I think the idea of a remake as a cash grab, says Siege Master, is in reality a minority of remakes. To me, I see devs who finally have the resources to realize their original vision, like The Last of Us Part 1. Right, like, it's kind of like, I didn't have to do this, right? Creature really pushed for it, my wife and I built the studio wall back there put lights up, put studio foam up, right? I didn't have to do this, I could have kept running with a green screen and just put something behind me that looked like a studio, but it was like no, we can make it look like a legitimate studio, we can soundproof the room or sound dampen the room you know, get a robe light get the room to look dope we can do that, why? It'll upgrade how it feels. I didn't have to do that. So, I think a lot of game companies are looking at their games in the same way. Well, we could leave those old games back there like that, but my gosh, can you imagine what we would have done with The Witcher 1 if we were making it right now? Can you imagine what we would have done with The Last of Us if we were making it right now? They probably literally sit around and talk about it and get excited. So, the the irritation that they probably feel and the irritation that I feel with the cash grab narrative, it's probably the antithesis of a cash grab. It's quite literally a passion driven risk. It's like, this could go poorly. This could generate less money than it costs us to make it. Why? It's an older game it's already been made, it's already been played so there's probably a lot of people that are saying this just feels like a cash grab and the devs are probably laughing while while simultaneously groaning like are you freaking serious we're doing this because we love this game and franchise and we want to make it look better, we want to do something we couldn't do 10 years ago 15 years ago, however long it's been I mean, this game, we're talking about a 15-year, and when it finally comes out, it'll be longer than that. I don't expect them to learn from their past mistakes, and I don't see that happening. I mean, I don't know why you think they won't learn from their past mistakes. So much of what happened to Cyberpunk is not something that seems to be endemic at the company. They they had scope creep on the project. They they straddled a generational shift and they and which led to a very awkward launch. Like all of those things have to be considered in my mind. All of those things have to be considered. Like I'm never going to defend cyberpunk. I'm not. But I don't think cyberpunk is indicative of some, like, actual baked-into-the-crust problems at CD Projekt Red. The way they treated The Witcher 3, that, like, that stands in opposition of this idea that, like, yeah, they're not gonna learn from their past mistakes. What, What do you mean? Witcher 3 launch? Bugs and things that got fixed? What do you... I don't understand. How many games lately have launched with bugs that got fixed pretty quickly Horizon Forbidden West Elden Ring two games with poor launches and the second got worse but I don't think The Witcher 3 could be described as a launch that was that was even in the same category as Cyberpunk Cyberpunk didn't have a bad launch Cyberpunk fell on its face The Witcher had some optimization problems, which, so does Elden Ring. To this day, Elden Ring does. Horizon Forbidden West had issues when it launched. Like, I I can't look at them and say, oh yeah, after The Witcher 3's launch, you guys clearly aren't learning from your mistakes. The The Witcher 3 beneath those performance issues is a fantastic game they made a really really good game and they added dlc that has been praised to the moon and back i just tried playing the witcher 3 on ps5 there's literally seconds of delay inputs i that's i don't think that that's true did ac unity ever actually recover after its terrible launch yeah Yeah, fans of Assassin's Creed commonly say that AC Unity is one of the best Assassin's Creeds and all everybody remembers are the bugs. They're like, it's actually a great Assassin's Creed underneath. Let's keep in mind that Eugene is still mad at Microsoft for the Xbox 360's issue. This is not shade at Eugene, just stating he is atypical in his expectations. Okay, it's a little shade. (laughs) What we need to remember is that The Witcher and Cyberpunk while made by the same company, are different teams. The Witcher team has been amazing, in my opinion. Hearts of Stone, DLC for The Witcher 3. I love it. Yeah, like, if you look at The Witcher 3, and all you see is, it launched with bugs. I... That is such a reductionistic... Just... That's just so... That's so unidimensional. That's such an unfair way to look at The Witcher 3. If, like, if that's your memory of The Witcher 3, I'm like, that doesn't seem fair. Rumsoft fans joke nonstop about how crap the networking is and certain bugs that have existed since Demon Souls 1. Yeah, I don't see enough evidence in the company's history to justify being like, I don't think they'll learn from their mistakes. I think we're literally seeing they've learned from their mistakes. Let's just analyze what CD Projekt Red has said and what they're doing. In the wake of Cyberpunk, and in the wake of trying to fix Cyberpunk, they have come out and said, we are switching all future product to the Unreal Engine. That's a huge statement. We're switching from our in-house engine to Unreal 5. We're willing to take licensing loss to switch to this engine. That's big. That, to me, is learning from your mistakes. Why? The the, the red engine is apparently so bad that they're leaving it behind. It's their own in-house engine. That is significant. That's evidence on the table. If I'm stacking up evidence on the table to say, will they learn from their mistakes or will they not? That's a giant boulder on the table to say, yeah, they'll learn from their mistakes. They're ditching their own in-house engine. That's enormous. That's big. Beyond that, they're not just doing that. They are expanding their bandwidth and their reach. They're, they're, They're grabbing other studios and they're not just working on one new project. They're not just working on one new project. They're working on multiple. That, to me, feels like they're learning from their mistakes. And why would I say that? Everything we saw that happens that happened with Cyberpunk felt like scope creep and it felt like it just was not a well-managed project. A lot of that's probably because they didn't have enough people working on it. Cross-generational support was terrible. This and the and the engine, the engine just seems bad. To, uh, truthfully, it just doesn't seem like a very good engine, or it doesn't seem like an engine built for that type of a game. You know, the combat and the and the weapons. You know, so I I am I'm the last person that's going to walk out and be accused of being a CD Project Red fanboy. I've been very harsh to Cyberpunk, to the point that a lot of the Cyberpunk fans don't like me. Could we get 20 more likes on the vid, guys? We're super close to 300 likes. We need those lurkers and those uh, those late arrival viewers, man. Smash the button. They're raising their overhead by working with or buying other studios, meaning less profits. Launch issues notwithstanding, Witcher 3 is still viewed generally as one of the best games of last gen, and even five years after its launch, it was still top on a lot of people's lists. And that's why I don't think you can use, I don't think you can use the The Witcher 3's launch as like an indictment. i've missed something ignore this comments are turned off i don't know what's going on rex i don't know why your mobile's doing that we know you don't like cyberpunk 77 they put in last jedi reference oh gosh If you guys are just tuning in for The Witcher Remake news, we're discussing it right now, and why you could or couldn't have confidence in CD Projekt Red. We're kind of debating that, right? Free DLC creates a bunch of armor. Eugene, I'm going to say something to you that you say to a lot of people. You've not played Witcher 3 and all the free DLC, and it shows. Like the way that people are dismissive about The Last of Us 2 getting game of the year, you're doing the same thing with The Witcher 3 and all of its DLC. You've not played it and it shows. I, I fully look at the general gaming populace and the way they experienced that game and its DLC, and I think your view of it is so uninformed. Like you're just like, oh, they gave free DLC for Armor. Oh, it was a bad game at launch. And it's like, you're not talking about the same game that the rest of the gaming industry is talking about. You've not touched it, and it shows. I, th- to the same degree that I agree with you, the people that are super dismissive about the Last of Us Two winning game of the year, they've not played it, and it shows. I, I think this is this is the shoes on the other foot. The, shoe, the shoes on the other foot right now. I I just I look at the way that game is talked about, and I look at the way that that game was experienced. I don't think anybody experienced it the way you're describing it. Even though it was buggy at launch, I still don't even think people viewed it that way. They didn't view it, they certainly didn't view it the way they viewed Cyberpunk, Jiminy Christmas, no way. And, and their commitment to that game, and how they fixed it, and how they infused it with value, blood and wine, like, I, there's, there's no way to look at that and not be like, they deserve praise for that. I played The Last of Us 2 and I still think Ghost of Tsushima was better. Oh, you can think Ghost of Tsushima was better. Eugene's usually talking about people that are extremely dismissive about The Last of Us 2. They talk about it like it's not a good game or it's not award-worthy. And it's like, well, you didn't play it because it won a ton of awards. I've not played it. So I usually just weigh in and say, I think a new IP deserves a leg up in a game of the year contest. That's typically what I say. And I admit, I've not played it yet. Most of the praise and stuff came with the DLC, though. Really? Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, Metacritic. No. No way. There's no way this thing sitting at a 93 from the reviewers must play user score 9-1. PS4, 92 from the reviewers, 9.2 from the users. An 85 on the Switch. On the Switch, it's got an 85 and an 8.4 from the users. A 91 and a 9.1 from the users. There's no way it has those Metacritic scores because of the DLCs. You think people went back to The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Metacritic and changed their score because of the DLCs? Doubt. Doubt. There's no way. There is no way that that game got nines and ninety ones because of the DLC. It got those scores because it was a great game and the bugs didn't hurt it to that degree. No, I haven't played The Last of Us 2. Isn't Wild Hunt the edition that includes the DLC? I thought that was like the name of the game. Witcher 3 Wild Hunt is the game. Like, that's the name of the game. The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Wild Hunt's not DLC. Seriously, you go look at those Metacritic scores, nobody went back and changed their review of the main game Wild Hunt because of Blood and Wine. Blood and Wine is the DLC. The name of the game is Wild Hunt. So you right now you can go to every platform that that game hit and it's it's got nines and 91s like it didn't get that because of dlc you know how review environments work do you honestly think thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people went back and changed their score on the witcher 3 wild hunt when like blood and wine came out no they didn't do that there's no way we could probably look at the overall score on Steam, too, because that would include reviews from the very beginning. Now, Steam might be more likely to have an environment of people that go back and change their score as time goes on, right? Overwhelmingly positive. It's got half a million, half a million reviews on Steam. Five hundred fifty thousand ninety seven. 97 Percent, a ninety-seven on Steam, Jamie, at Christmas. How do you? How do you maintain almost one hundred percent with half a million review scores? Do you see why I said like you're you're you cannot couch The Witcher Three in the same category as bad launch as Cyberpunk. The Witcher Three was buggy. And bugs get fixed. And what was underneath is considered in the gaming world excellence, RPG excellence. I've always said it's one of the greatest games I've never been able to play. I just, at the time it came out, I was Mr. Destiny, right? A 9.75 from Game Informer, must play. They've got their trailer running on Steam with review scores. GameSpot gave it a 10 out of 10. One of the best games ever made. This is before DLC. I'm I'm seeing if there's any more reviews uh, touted. A 9.3 from IGN. Well, we know we know IGN, you know, but but Game Informer and GameSpot gave it unbelievable praise. I'm just literally letting it play. 5 stars from The Telegraph. Incredibly beautiful. This is why, the the reason that I'm doing this is, this is why I don't think you can substantiate the claim that their pattern of behavior is, they won't learn from their mistakes. Game trailers gave it a 9.8, one of the best RPGs ever made. I'm not claiming Witcher 3 was as bad as Cyberpunk. I know you weren't claiming it was as bad, but you described it as another bad launch. You were like, that game launched bad. Cyberpunk was way worse, was how you phrased it. And it's like, wait, 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 wait a minute. You're talking about The Witcher 3. You're talking about one of the greatest games. It's, it's basically like that generation Skyrim. It's considered one of the best RPGs from that generation. I said it was in a bad state at launch, and it got worse with Cyberpunk. But the bad state of The Witcher was seemingly a blip on the radar given its scores and its critical acclaim. So I don't think... I think you're using that in a way that isn't fair. It's like, wait a minute. What are you talking about? That game is one of the most praised games of all time. So because it launched with some bugs, that is like evidence that you don't trust this company? Oh my gosh. 14 months from Greenside. Maybe that's why... I'm not hard on Cyberpunk. I never played Witcher 3, so I haven't seen their top tier content. Oh yeah, that might be why. $2 tip from Smashville. Wild Hunt was the name of the main antagonists. They fix it super fast compared to Cyberpunk 2. I mean you got to consider you got GameSpot, Game Informer, The Telegraph, Game Trailers. All these people played early reviews of the game, early versions of the game and they're giving it nines and tens and saying that it's one of the greatest games they've ever played. So you have to remember that too. In 2015, Eugene, in 2015 if a game launched and was kind of buggy and like got fixed within the week or two or month of the launch, that was super commonplace back then. So I think review outlets were probably significantly more forgiving back then. Like, well, yeah, it's got some bugs. There's some weird performance issues. But 2015, that was probably incredibly common. And again, it could have been the Bethesda thing. People overlook some of the B- the bug Thesda of games because the games were so big and so cool that people were like well who cares what game can I play that does this and it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of the people experienced The Witcher 3 and thought the same thing well you know there's some performance issues and frame issues and his hair acts crazy and jitters okay cool well they'll fix that later you know the game underneath is fantastic it's probably the attitude of a lot of these review outlets and, and review scores that we're finding So to describe it as a bad launch, as like a fool me once, fool me twice situation, I don't find that compelling given how the game was received at launch. Those performance issues and bugs were apparently so minimal it didn't affect review scores at all. Which we would say the same thing about Elden Ring, would we not? Elden Ring was so good as a game that the frame timing, frame pacing issues of the game and the skipping and the jittering and the and the and those stutters, it didn't affect its review acclaim in the least bit. No one is ever gonna look back and say that about FromSoft or say that about Elden Ring. Yeah, it launched in a bad state, or it launched in a it it had a bad launch. That's very generic, but still it's the same sort of phrasing that you were using. Oh, it had a bad launch. I don't think anybody's gonna look back and say that about Elden Ring. Now If the very next FromSoft game comes out and it's a complete and utter disaster, I don't think that suddenly gives us the ability to retroactively be like, yes, yeah, Elden Ring also had a bad launch. Arkham Knight is one of the highest praised games, not Gotham Knights, and it was literally unplayable on PC at launch. Yeah. Angry Joe's score of Arkham Knight will always make me mad. Because he gave it a bad score because of the PC port. He he scored that thing even with watchdogs. I will I will always be mad at Joe for that. Joe Vargas? No, I'm just kidding. We get ten more likes on the vid. 300 likes, man, right around the corner. Let's go. Third time's a charm. Again, again. When I look at Cyberpunk. It, to me, looks like a perfect storm. It doesn't look like something that is indicative of the company. Because when I look at The Witcher 3 and how they handled it, how they fixed it, how they treated it, and then you look at Cyberpunk, it's like, what what happened? Bugs and glitches are one thing. That's not what Cyberpunk is. You, you literally, right now, You can say, oh, they patched all the bugs out of Cyberpunk. It's a bad game in comparison to The Witcher 3. It's a mediocre game in comparison. So, like, I think that's where I land on it as being wholly different. Elden Ring takes care of its frame pacing. It's a masterpiece underneath. Same thing with The Witcher 3. It's a masterpiece underneath... I don't even remember what the performance issues were, to be quite honest. I think it was like some frame issues and some stuttering and like something with his hair. I honestly can't remember. Such a long time ago. I played that at the same time House of Wolves came out. I would have expected them to learn from The Witcher 3. It was a whole new, it was a whole new set of problems. It was a whole new set of problems for, for, for cyberpunk. I feel like most of what hurt cyberpunk was trying to get it to run on old gen, just completely hamstrung the game. Weezy says Elden Ring. Remember I bought it and I was ticked at another crap launch from From Software. Right, right yeah you were really angry wheeze because I was playing it on PC and I was, I was ticked too just a couple more likes guys roll it over to 300 we only need 3 more likes if cyberpunk wasn't what it was I would never bring up the witcher 3 they didn't have to release either I love that the fix for the bugs in witcher 3 is literally a wandering merchant what? Yeah, to Tito, CD Project Red is making The Witcher 4, which it won't be called The Witcher 4. It's going to be a new saga. It'll be a new trilogy. So it wouldn't make sense to call it The Witcher 4. But they are making that, and they're making a Witcher remake. The Witcher 1 remake is going to be made by, in conjunction with another company. So they're doing both. What are you eating right now? Just apples. My lunch is sitting in front of me, and I'm starving. But I don't like to disrupt the early part of the show. Um, we had a we had a slower start with this second with this second show than we've been having. The second shows have been a challenge. Um, exactly. They recently abandoned the previous gen Cyberpunk 2077 so they can do what they originally intended. Yeah, at this point, cool Bama guy. I have theories about cyberpunk and what they're going to do with it and there's going to be a 1.8 well a 1.7 a 1.7, a 1.8, and a 1.9 and I think all of those updates are going to be huge there's going to be a big 2.0 free update that hits when that final DLC hits at the same time I wonder who's taking Geralt's spot. I think they're going to I think they're going to have a I think they're going to risk it and they're going to make the lead a woman. I think they're going to take the risk and do it. Now they might let you play they they might let you play and do, you know, male or male or female. But I think they might I think they I think they might take the risk and do and do a, a, a female lead like Siri yeah I think there's going to be a lot of time lapse so it's probably not going to be somebody we're familiar with though Siri or Riot the way they've talked about it it sounds like a lot of time's going to pass so I don't know if it's going to be Siri might create your own Witcher. With the way that the Witcher games are built, I don't know if they would do that. I don't know if they're going to do that. I feel like they would have you picking an actual character with a backstory and and with a feel and with a vibe. I don't think they'd be like, yeah, create your own Witcher. Now... There is a Witcher game coming that I think they're going to let you do that, but I don't think it's going to be the spirit of the Witcher 4. I I don't I think it's going to be a continuation of the saga which requires a lead character. There is another Witcher that's going to have multiplayer. I think that's the one where you're going to make your own. It's going to take place in the Witcher universe and it'll have multiplayer. Yeah, Wheezy thinks they're going to move on from the world of the novels. I don't know about that. I would love a Witcher with multiplayer like Elden Ring. I would too. I like. I love the idea of playing games like this with somebody else. It's just fun, you know? Moving through an open world and and, and getting in fights and fighting bosses and doing different things, you know? Yeah, I see what the problem is. You're <laughs> not getting any search. Like, there's not people searching for this the day after the news. Sure. Oh, blow, 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 blow. If I... If this guy would do the voice for Gerald in the remake, then that would be great. Isn't Wild Hunt already set after the novels? He's saying that the novel characters, right? Even if it's set after the novels, it's still in the world of the novels. It's using those characters, is it not? I was hoping that would be what would happen creature. Um, I got an email from you about a giveaway. Just wanted to make sure it isn't spam. I don't have the ability to email you. I I do not have the power to email you. I don't know. I don't know who you are. games borrowed references and materials from the books and the games themselves are not part of the novels I mean they're technically non-canon it's a comment bot no it's not he's been in here talking he said I think the new generations they love milking old games by making remakes that's relevant he said I liked it let's get to 300 he said so they're making Witcher 4 and the remake both Aren't they making a new installment? Why a remake now? I don't think that's a bot. Oh, the email he got was from a comment bot. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you were saying he was a comment bot. I was like, I don't think he's a bot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The email you got was not from me. I was from a comment bot. I don't, I don't have the ability to email you. It's running wild on the entire platform. Yeah, if you guys ever get an email about a giveaway or something, it's not from me. If someone replies to your comment or something, it's not from me. Wait, did you leave a comment and they replied to your comment? Do you get notified when somebody replies to your comments or something like that? All right, let me grab a discussion question. We're about an hour in, and we're kind of we're like we're running out of gas really, really fast. I, these the, when these streams, when these afternoon streams don't don't cut the mustard. I, I I end them and we go to members. So let's try to let's try to get a discussion going here, right? CG CD Project Red previously referred to this as a full fledged Witcher title. Okay, does this feel different than that? They previously talked about. Canis Majoris, Witcher, Canis Majoris was previously talked about and they referred to it as a full-fledged Witcher title. Does a remake of The Witcher 1, does a Witcher remake feel different than that description to you? I'm curious if people are going to take issue with that. Hey, you told us you were making a full-fledged Witcher title. A Witcher 1 remake is not that. Happening multiple times, I comment and a bot's like, "You've won a message." Anytime that happens, just report those bots. They get they get taken care of pretty quickly. It depends on the nature of the remake. So they are working on two Witcher remakes, one and three. They're not remaking three. A next gen update's not a remake, Tommy. I don't. I've not seen any announcements about a Witcher three remake anywhere. My question was way better. It's chili or stew. No, I don't like questions like that. Those debates, they wax eloquent and intellectual, and I hate them. Sounds like a full story rework. Yeah, I mean, if they remake this, are they going to do any kind of a reboot, do you think? If it's a full-fledged Witcher title, it does sound misleading. I don't, like, when I saw full-fledged Witcher title and then I saw Witcher 1 remake, I'm like, those don't sound like the same thing to me. Yeah, Fool's Theory's doing the Witcher 1 remake. They're working on the Witcher 4, and they're not going to call it the Witcher 4. Yeah. All right, my wife made homemade pudding. Let's see how it is. It's good. The texture's a little different. I need my Biscoff cookies to dip in it. This is basically a whole new game. Almost no one has played The Witcher 1. Are they going to remake both The Witcher 1 and The Witcher 2? That's a good question. Because... And that's kind of a thought process, right? Right? Are we on the cusp of remakes becoming super common? Because once they get everything built in the Unreal Engine and they have all the assets and the movesets and the animations, why wouldn't you do The Witcher 2? Why not? Now, The Witcher 3, I I don't know. They might leave The Witcher 3 alone. It might be too much work. Witcher 3 is probably a significantly larger game than The Witcher 1. I don't know about the size of The Witcher 2 but I would hazard a guess that The Witcher 3 is so much bigger than The Witcher 1. Witcher 2 was never on PlayStation so maybe. Two holds up better than one. Says Wheezy I like it a lot better than one. I'm already tired of remakes of movies and TV shows. Please don't do this to my gaming as well. I I feel like it's coming. I feel like it's coming. Bleep. It's like look, we've we've got really good franchises. We've got really good games, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep using them. We're we're gonna crank them up. We're gonna crank them up, and we're gonna get them out there. We're gonna get people. We're gonna get people excited about about our product, even though it's old, even though it's it's been around the block, or even though it's been around for a long time. Once you go 15 to 20 years at this point, I'm practically begging for a remake. Yeah, like if you go back 15 years ago, right? Big video games in 2007, you had the very first Mass Effect, Uncharted Drake's Fortune, Call of Duty 4 Bioshock God of War 2 Um, I'm literally just looking at a ranking on IMDB so these are big 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 gaming titles from 2007 the very first Assassin's Creed Halo 3 The Witcher The Golden Compass Spider-Man 3 Portal Super Mario Galaxy Mario Galaxy holds up. That's still a game worth playing. That's still a game worth playing. Kane and Lynch. Dead Men. Persona 3. Kingdom Hearts 2. Crisis. Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga. That was, a, that was an amazing year. Oh my gosh. So many games. So many good games. You think about some of those games getting really, really good remake treatment and it's like, yeah let's go, why not total remake of the very first Bioshock right now I would pay for a Witcher 1 and Witcher 2 remake, but not the third one I don't think they would do the third one since they're doing a next gen update for it really soon that would be really weird Hey, we had a next-gen update for it. And then, oh yeah, we're going to do a remake of it too. Like, what? I don't think they'll do that. An actual remake made with care and respect is always worth it. Mass Effect upgrade with the Legendary Edition was amazing. Yeah, they've already done some pretty good things with Mass Effect. I'll, I'll give you that. So right now, if you're just tuning in, the topic is The Witcher Remake. So there is going to be a Witcher 1 remake it was originally called Witcher Canis Majoris and we're just sort of entertaining the idea of are we entering into the world of remakes and this makes me think of another game this makes me think of another game that we've theorized about the Unreal Engine 5 and a remake I gotta tell you this news made me think about something else that we've talked about and we've debated and I had a lot of people disagree with me and I had a lot of people tell me no way there's no way I feel like this adds to my suspicion that we will see a cyberpunk Unreal 5 remake at some point right as a girl I would like to play as Siri but wouldn't mind a new character either like Yennefer I feel like the Witcher 4 is going to be a brand new character somebody we're not familiar with I would much rather they put that effort into a new IP than a remake, granted they've been remaking fantastic classic games, but I'd rather have new IPs or sequels but here's the thing Abe, CD Projekt Red is doing that they are putting that effort into a new IP or a sequel The Witcher 4, which they're not going to call that, CD Projekt Red is building that this is a secondary company this is a different company that's building this remake and, and the work that this company does will likely benefit the Witcher 4 team because it's a team that's going to be building and creating Witcher assets in the Unreal Engine. I don't mind remakes uh, so long as they modernize the gameplay and the graphics. There's a lot that can be done with older games now that couldn't be done with the older hardware. I agree with that. The amount of money that would go into that and the return would be pretty minimal. Here's why I don't think that that's true, Weezy. Here's why I don't think that that's true. I think they would remake Cyberpunk in the Unreal Five engine, and then that would be the launching pad for the next game. It they would build, they would build it sort of branching off of that. So they would they would they would get they would get to do two things. They would get to make Cyberpunk the way they always wanted. They'd get to potentially make money from it. And if they could just break even, it would fund so much of the work necessary to build the next Cyberpunk in Unreal 5. They could literally use the Cyberpunk remake to fund the next game. Like I don't know. I'm just... To me, it's like... The the fact they're going to go back and take The Witcher 1 and put it in Unreal. And they're like, all future products going to be in Unreal. And The Witcher 4 is going to be in, the, in the Unreal. It's like, okay. And you just dropped old Jen in Cyberpunk. Then you need to do more than break even. That's not true. No. If they break even on the remake of Cyberpunk, then... They didn't lose money, and they have everything built foundationally for the next game. Then you just get the next game funded through investments. You know what I'm saying? It's like if I break even on the on the foundation, then I just need investors for everything I'm going to build on top of it, and that might help them. I'm not again. I'm holding out. Some of this is hope, right? Some of this is hope. It's like. Well, it'd be amazing for Cyberpunk to actually be the game that they always wanted to make it and and to be in a much better engine than the one that they're in. Breaking even is like the opposite of what you want in video games. I'm not saying they would target Breaking Even, but what I'm saying is is that if the remake was successful enough that it funded porting all Cyberpunk assets into Unreal, they could get essentially the foundation-building parts of the next Cyberpunk game funded by the public, basically, instead of it needing to be funded by investors. Then you get investors to fund the the sequel. Because think about how long that would be from now. A, a, a Cyberpunk remake in Unreal, it would be so far from now, it would probably actually do really well. Like, Cyberpunk was commercially successful at some levels. Like, if you ignore the damage to their share value in the public dismemberment it actually did quite well commercially you have a very good amount of people that would automatically buy a remake I guess they wouldn't call it a remake they would probably try to call it a remaster they need to devote resources and manpower to remake Cyberpunk into UE5 and convince the public to buy the game again that just seems far fetched I don't know I don't know I think, I think it's a it's it's just a vibe and a gut feeling. It's a vibe and a gut feeling that the vibe and the gut feeling I get with what they're doing with The Witcher One and how they keep talking about Unreal and how they've previously talked about it and what they're currently doing with Cyberpunk. It's like, hmm, trying to upsell me on Cyberpunk seems, uh, I'd say, arduous if not asinine it's just a gut feeling I saw this announcement it was one of the first things I thought about huh what if they got some what if they got this company when they're done with The Witcher 1 what if they got this company to to remake, remaster, rebuild Cyberpunk and UE5 and that benefits CD Projekt Red for the Cyberpunk sequel because now they have the tool sets and the engine and everything fleshed out and built in the Cyberpunk universe now they've got everything they need to build the sequel. I don't know, just a gut, just a gut feeling. <clears throat> Why remake Cyberpunk instead of making a sequel? Actually, continue the story. No, I know, I know. But you're you're you have to remember something. The next Cyberpunk game is going to be in UE5. So a Cyberpunk remaster or remake in UE5 would have multiple benefits. It wouldn't just be some one-off thing. especially if they include every piece of DLC and every update. And and I don't know. I don't know. It's worth thinking about. Team, it's remaking. This could also remake cyberpunk. That's what I'm saying. Like if you can fund it in a way that it makes sense, like if this team shows, Hey, Hey, we're efficient and we're good and it's affordable, like, we can reme—you know—we remade The Witcher 1, and if they could do that as well, remake Cyberpunk, and then they hand all that over, all those assets, all those tool sets, to CD Projekt Red to build Cyberpunk, guess what? They can be doing that while CD Projekt Red is working on the next Witcher and supporting the next Witcher. You're more likely to get people to buy the sequel as your vision than a remake. Well, of course. But I don't think they're mutually exclusive. Would you really want everyone building in UE5? Market consolidation isn't necessarily a good thing. As much as I love to see what's coming out of UE5, I worry about it. I I don't. It would make it a lot easier to hire talent. And you get a whole lot of knowledge gain when you hire somebody. I- imagine hiring somebody who came from... CD Projekt Red, and they worked on The Witcher 4 in Unreal 5, and you hire them to work on your game in Unreal 5. You get all their knowledge, expertise, any tricks they learned, any optimization, loopholes they found. You get all of that when you hire them. Instead, so many companies hire people right now, and they're like, yeah, it's great that the last project you work on was Unreal 5, but we have our in-house engine. We use the red engine. We use the creation engine. We got to onboard you, train you, get you up to speed on how this engine works. Okay? The The elevation of knowledge, expertise, and efficiency that will come from lots of companies switching to Unreal 5 is, is potentially a compounding interest that will help. Because that means... All development companies in 10 years will be able to then hire employees and 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 developers, engineers and everything else. you'll be able to hire them and they've also benefited from from this because they they came from some company and they were there for five years, six years, seven years whatever. What was your previous job? I was self-employed I did graphic design for local businesses. Before that, I was always in a sales position. I want less open world games in Unreal Engine because UE and open world games is certainly something. Plus, fix the shader issues. It's too bad tech evolves so rapidly. By the time you get them, new tech is coming out. did UE5 fix the memory and co- and compiling issues that UE4 had for open world games if not that's kind of problematic I, I, I don't know it would be weird to see a company like CD Projekt Red switch to it and Gears switch to it and all these companies switching to it if they weren't finding ways to work around that stuff you know Any horror stories for sale? Um, the Steam Scream sale is happening right now. And they've got a lot here. How many free-to-play spooky games? They got Play With Me. Yeah, they got a bunch of stuff in here you can check out. Steam Scream sale. I'm excited about everything coming out of UE5. Gears is like the poster child for modern UE. What's up, Lono? Just tuning in. Hope you and the fam are good. What's good, Big O? I think there needs to be a balance between new games and remasters. The Last of Us being remade again is goofy. The Witcher has some years on it. The way I was a graphic designer too. I did freelancing. Yeah, that's what I did. I mean, any horror? St- oh, any horror stories from your days in the sales department? Oh, I was. I thought you were talking about because it's you know it's it's we're right near Halloween. I thought you were talking about like horror game sales going on. Like Steam is literally doing uh, the Steam Screen Fest. Um No, not really. Yeah, it was always cliche stuff. People just yelling and getting angry at the dumbest stuff. It was always, you know, middle-aged, emotionally unstable, you know, grown grown men and women just completely breaking down, just losing their mind over the most minimal things. Um, I don't know. There was never a moment that was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. Like, I, ha- I never had anybody try to hit me or anything like that I I, ha- I had people act very strangely because they would misunderstand something and then they would try and come back in and get really angry it was like the one the one guy I literally handed him the rebates you know they were mail-in rebates you get these visa cards and he came back in livid and insisted that I told him he would get a check and i was like i wouldn't have said that i was i'd worked at the comp i'd worked at the company for like 5 years and i was like i wouldn't have said that i don't number 1 i don't i do, i don't make those kind of mistakes i don't just accidentally use the wrong word you know like i've been doing this for a really long time there's literally a picture of a visa on the piece of paper that i handed him there's literally a picture of a visa on it it's like i didn't say you, you would get a check and this guy, I mean, he lost it. I was with another customer and he's like ripping into me and saying all this nasty stuff. And I'm just like, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a visa and you can use it. You, It's money. It's not, you know, it's not like you're getting a box of Cracker Jacks and I told you you were getting money. You know what I mean? No check. I bet he was mad as IGN and he gave you a six. Yeah. 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 That's what happened. That's what happened. Well, I am calling it. This thing is dead. We're moving to members. I don't know what YouTube's problem is. This is a hot story, and they just absolutely effed us. They didn't put us in search at all for this. And so we are dead in the water, and I'm not dragging my face across sandpaper when the platform decides to do this. I, I I don't. I've got better things to do with my time than pick a hot, relevant, good subject. We're passionate about it. I love the discussion that we had. I think remakes are a fun discussion, and YouTube just decided to treat this video as if it does not exist. I I saw a couple screenshots in Discord. I think there's weird things happening with the UI today, and it must have affected this second stream. I don't know what in the heck they did, but we are literally as dead as a doornail. And this is a big franchise, big topic, and it's like we're, we're, we're not we do not exist on the platform right now I don't know what the heck they did they, I, I was really excited about this one I thought this was a great topic I was like oh I love debating remakes you know I love talking about CD Projekt Red and I felt like we had a great discussion it was lively it was involved chat was chat was in you know we were in it we were in the trenches we had we had a, 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 a very active chat we had a ton of people hitting likes and YouTube just crossed their arms the platform just crossed their arms. They were like, no, nope, we're not putting you in search results. Like, I know people are looking for this topic. I We, we researched it last night. I, I literally typed it and five videos popped up. I was like, oh my gosh. You know, this thing is hot right now. And, uh, I don't know. These second streams just act funky sometimes. It's like, it's like YouTube acts like the stream doesn't exist. It doesn't put it in any of the funnels. It's like first stream is our most consistent and then our second streams are such a dice roll because yesterday that call of duty stream that thing took off that was one of our best second streams to date and it was uh I don't know it was very encouraging I thought well maybe they fixed some of the issues time for members members only post members only announcement I just I don't have the energy to to jam a, a round peg in a square hole, you know? I just don't have the energy for it. It's frustrating. But We'll just bounce to members. Uh, mm. Alright, there's a link in chat. This is a good reason to be a member. Um, we're trying to think of new ways to incentivize members because i think we'll talk about it in the members only stream we'll talk about the members only stream. we think we kind of understand what happened uh a lot of people got memberships last month and we were hoping to see them come back in and we think we figured out kind of what's going on so give me a second to start the next stream thanks so much for clicking on this if you clicked on this you're a member and you're getting to enjoy a members only debrief we end every day sort of debriefing talking about the day and other things going on, it's kind of a behind-the-scenes look at what we do here at Reforge Gaming. So make sure you keep your members active. If you didn't get pinged for this, YouTube's been real weird lately. They're doing a lot of updates and UI changes, so you may not have gotten alerted about this. It's a great reason to be in the Discord. There's a link below in the description of all my videos with a link to the Discord. I'm going to end the previous stream about the Witcher remake and bring everybody over uh, that is a member and is able to watch this.